It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to C103's Cork Today podcast. Phone and text lines are currently closed. Off to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, where our resident vet Jane Pickett uh, joins me. Good afternoon and Happy New Year to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia, and Happy New Year to you too. So how did you get on over Christmas? Were you on call? Do you know, for the first year in a very long time, I wasn't on call for any other Christmas season. So I was really, really lucky this year. I got some lovely time off. But my colleagues were, were there covering, making sure that all of the sick animals were taken care of. But I think all in all, we had a reasonably peaceful Christmas, which is good. Yeah, and vets like doctors, they, they have to be, you, you do get calls in the middle of the night, I take it, do you? Oh, you get calls in the middle of the night, first thing in the morning, middle of Christmas Day when you're about to serve up the turkey. Yeah. Anytime yeah. <laughs> it can happen for emergencies, but it's important that the service is there. Yeah, absolutely. OK, let's get straight into questions for uh, Jane 0818103103. John Paul taking calls. Anne in Bishopstown was on. She's a two-year-old male Maltese dog who, for whatever reason, has stopped eating dry dog food. Now, Anne has tried to hide the nuts in with all other food. He'll eat all of the other food and you'll end up with a bowl of nuts. I've tried different brands of nuts, all to no avail. Why would he suddenly go off uh, his dried food? Mm, that's a little bit of a concern. I suppose I always say that a change in your pet's behaviour is always a bit of a red flag. Now, this is a younger pet. Um, so I suppose some of the things that we would worry about in older pets um, are less of a concern. But that said, this is a big change for this dog. Now, it could just be that they've decided that if they turn up their nose at the kibble, you'll give them more of the soft food, some of the good stuff. So sometimes dogs can be, you know, very clever about these things and really stick to their guns about not eating certain things until you, you give them all the nice stuff. And I'm pleased to hear that his appetite otherwise is intact. One thing that would pop into my mind, though, is whether he has a sore mouth. So is there some gum disease or a tooth disease? Now, that's less common in our younger patients, but it can still happen. And it can even happen in our younger patients for different reasons than, let's say, old teeth with tartar like we would have in an older patient. Sometimes it can be, you know, problems with the occlusion. So how the teeth come out, how they're shaped, how they interact with each other. Um, sometimes we can have non-erupting teeth. So when the baby teeth are changing to the adult teeth where they haven't come through, and that can all be a significant source of pain and irritation. So in a younger pet, although it could be our class let's say dental disease um sore teeth it could be some problem with how their teeth have have changed from the baby teeth and the adult teeth too or equally it could be something stuck in the mouth um where let's say the soft food isn't irritating it but the hard food might be either way i would be thinking if it's not behavioral if he's not just trying to be to be smart and get lots more of the good good 
soft snacks that he really likes, it could well be pain pain in the mouth for some reason. So I would present him to your vet for, for an examination. Now, a lot of the time when we're trying to examine dogs' mouths when they're awake, sometimes they're very good boys and girls and they let us have a good look at things. But there is a limit to what we can see whilst they're awake. Um, you can understand that, let's say, when we go to the dentist, they can say open wide and they can have a good look at the back of your mouth. Whereas with dogs, cats, it doesn't really work and as well. And if there's so, a soreness there, it will be extremely exactly. difficult. So can you knock them it out? You can do. So that's the thing. If your vet on the basis of, let's say, a full physical examination, if they have concerns and they might need to take it further, they can do things like sedation or even full general anesthesia to have a really in-depth look at them out. Look, that may not be necessary. Something obvious might come off an initial physical exam with them awake. But I would say the first step is visiting your vet for an examination and they'll be able to, to guide you from there. OK, let's move to Alyssa says, how do I stop a tomcat from coming into my utility room and leaving his smelly mark? Ugh. Oh dear. Um, I'm I'm going to assume that this is not a let's say a household pet tomcat. I would think I so. Yeah, it's one that's one it, one it's that's visiting. wandering in from outside. It's visiting. I think the first thing is first is I suppose if you're encouraging the tomcat to stay around by feeding him, then that's going to encourage that behaviour continuing. He's probably trying to mark this as his territory because he quite likes it. Now, there's a few different ways you can do that. One is just make sure that there's no access to the utility room. So just make sure the door is closed and that may stop your problem and you may still will like to have that cat visiting. You may still like to feed it or you may not. And that's OK. But I think really just restricting access. And if you don't want to encourage that tomcat staying around, then, you know, consider whether you want to continue feeding it. These these little guys, they tend to, to roam around quite a lot. Um, So, you know, they may be feeding several visiting several different houses for food so if you are feeding him it's just to have a little think about well do you want this guy to continue visiting you if that's if that's kind of causing a problem for your household but it may just be as simple as making sure the door stays closed I'm yeah. afraid there's, there's it's no a hor- fancier tricks yeah. than that it's I'm a, afraid It's a horrible smell as well uh, Martin, uh, Martin any advice for a Labrador eight years of age uh, was in good condition but I've noticed, noticed since Christmas he's starting to show signs of extreme tiredness and he also seems to be off his food slightly he's eating but not eating as much as he did before Christmas um, Martin is wondering what do you think could be going on there Yeah there's a few red flags in this I think that it's a recent abrupt change since Christmas um, that he's off let's say off his food the appetite's not as good as it once was but also that the energy is not so great I will be saying that there's a number of reasons here that look you know these things they're best if with most diseases and most problems it's best to catch them early I know it's it's very easy to put things on the long finger because we kind of don't want to know if there's something wrong but I think in this particular case you know early intervention for most things is really helpful it sounds like there's something going on here that needs managing for your little dog it could be a number of things a lot of those signs are, are very kind of let's say um general so it could be a number of different systems in the body that might be causing the problem but like, let's say loss of energy loss of appetite they're they're quite general signs so a number of things can cause them so again first step is busy your vet for a full physical exam they'll take a bit more of an in-depth history as well having a chat with you about your pet's lifestyle at home but it may be that you know in in, in a pet that's eight they'd be kind of, kind of considered getting to middle age to older it would probably be a good idea in this little guy to do some general screening bloods to check how his liver or kidneys blood enzymes blood salts are doing um to check how he's doing um just generally as a starting point but it may be the further investigation is required for for this little guy but I think the really key thing is presenting to your vet a full physical examination generally helps to to point the road ahead and give us the Yeah and eight, eight isn't too old I know people panic about you know when they when you oh my god I thought of going to the vet but I mean eight isn't too old for a lab is it? No, no. I, I 
I've seen labs go for in, into double digits in yeah. early teens. So yeah. they can go for quite a while and be very happy and healthy with a good quality of life. But that said, I suppose theoretically any dog kind of over the age of seven would be considered in most breeds to be middle aged to okay. older geriatric. So, we so have you to need kind of to keep a look out. Yeah, we need to keep a look out. Okay. Absolutely. Somebody's on the other opposite end of the scale, an eight month old puppy. Would Jane have any advice on how to get my eight month old puppy to stop digging holes in the garden? Oh, <sighs> my heart goes out to you. It's a, particularly when you've got a lovely garden. It's it's not nice to look out there and see all your fine work dug up by your little puppy. Um, this little guy is probably just trying to burn off some energy and engage his brain. So these little guys, they just need so much mental stimulation at the age of eight months. Um, they're really, really just, you know, they are sponges. So he's probably a little bit bored and he's trying to entertain himself by digging a hole. And that's not great. And we'd prefer if he didn't do that. But I think the main thing is we need to kind of fulfill that need for him so that he doesn't feel the need to dig the hole. So I would say um, appropriate short walks at eight months of age, depending on the breed of dog, you know, you wouldn't want to be walking them on big, long, hour long walks. They probably need a little bit shorter than that. So frequent short walks is helpful, but also doing things like playing in the back garden, interacting, using pet safe toys and training is really helpful as well. Not to stop him digging, but training is really helpful to get that brain going, lots of mental stimulation. And you know, they get really quite worn out from that, as well as the playing from the thinking. So, you know, teaching them all the basic commands like sit and stay and lie down and even maybe a few fun tricks. All of that adds to their mental stimulation and makes them feel a bit more fulfilled. So they don't tend to feel the need to engage in those, um, I suppose, boredom breaking destructive behaviours um, so I'm sure just a, a little bit of work lots of interaction with this pet and I'm sure you can try and break the habit Yeah they certainly are it's just bad habits and just to try to get to the get, get them out of the bad habits Okay listen uh, Jane thank you for that have a lovely week and we'll chat again uh, next Thursday You too thank you Thanks a million that is uh, Jane Pickett and Jane is with the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket which is part of the Mill Street Veterinary uh, Group